Hi, I'm Paulina. Hi, I'm Bristia. And we're sisters, friends, daughters, wives, and business owners. And we're just following our dreams, you know, working to be a better version of ourselves every day. All right. And we're also moms. Welcome to the Supermama Sisterhood. Hello. Hello. Hi, Supermamas. How are you? Welcome to the Supermama Sisterhood. I am your co-host, Bricia Lopez, Paulina's sister, mom of two, a six-year-old and an eight-month-old. Wow. I can't even believe she's already eight months here. It's so insane. Hi, everyone. I'm Paulina. I am also Bricia's sister, co-host of your favorite podcast, the Supermama Podcast. Uh, mom of three, nine, six, and three. Welcome, welcome, guys. What's in your face? Oh, face paint. Oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, yes, I have a uh, face paint in my face. If you're new to the show, welcome to the Super <laughs> My Sisterhood. And if you're a long-time listener, hey, ladies, what's up? If you don't do so already, please follow us on our social media, Instagram and Twitter at underscore SuperMamas. Supermamas podcast on Facebook and supermamas.com on the web. You can also send us an, a message at hello at supermamas.com or call us 424-326-3707. And don't forget to stay tuned at the end of the show for our tip or pick of the week. That could be face paint this week. How do, are you? I am good. I mean, you know, uh, I have, I don't know what it is actually, a flower. I don't know. It just looks like. A mess. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. The other, I did this uh, panel and they called it a temperature check, which I don't even really understood what that meant. I was like, I don't understand what that means. I came to realize that, you know, when you go into a place and they check your temperature. Yeah. And they say like, basically it means that you're okay to go. Uh, oh. But like a real temperature check is asking somebody, how are you? Really? So, Paulina, how are you? Really? You know what? I'm just rolling with the punches. If they want to, they want to face paint. Let's face paint. If they want to, my my baby uh, is like asking me to go to school every single day. Like, when am I going to go to school? When am I going to go to school? Is it time for my class? I want to go to my class. She puts on a backpack. She walks out of the door. So today, I I went on YouTube and I was like, preschool classes. And there was this lady giving a preschool class on YouTube. <laughs> wow. And I sat her down in a desk with a bunch of stuff and she followed along the class and then she wanted to do face paint. So I was like, let's do face paint. What else do you want to do? So I'm just like, you know, at this point it is like, I'm just doing what they, what they want. We're just going with the purpose. <laughs> and I have, how's paint. your schedule going? It's going well, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's more for the oldest too. The oldest are uh, already, they already got it, but the baby is, I mean, she's not, she's three, but she's three and a half, but she just like, she's ready. She's, she's done. She's tired of being at home and I just keep finding stuff. I'm like, okay, so I'm for school. And I just bring out like a bunch of paint or like stuff she she wants she needs to be doing something at all times so I have right. an um I have an interview this week um at the school that we're gonna take her and they already told me that they do have a spot they but so she'll probably start school within the next few weeks I'm excited about oh that. congrats oh that's so cool and she'll be like outside you won't have to be, she won't be in your house you're going no. to totally miss her 
BTW. You're going to probably cry when you leave her. I am. I'm probably, I probably am. I'm probably going to cry, but she really needs to go out there and socialize with other kids. Her sisters completely ignore her now. They don't want to play with her. Sabina just wants to be on top of her and punch her and push her. And like, she's just not about it. So it's time for her to go. And, um, and yeah. And into the world, into the world. She's ready to move on. I mean, you know, my other two kids went, started school when they were like six months. She's yeah. three and a half months, like three years later. <laughs> I don't even know. Like at this point, my girls were already like, bye mom. I don't care. So yeah, she's, she's going to start school and I'm excited. I'm nervous, but I'm excited. But also I was, I'm thinking that I'm, I'm thinking in my head that I'll have more time to do other things, you know, definitely just get things done because right now it's just so hard to get things done with, with them three. And luego no se les acaba la pila. Like they just, I don't know what to do. At least like with the dog, I go outside and I play fetch with him for 10 minutes. Ya se cansa y se acuesta. Those girls don't. They just keep going and going and going and going and going. And like their energy level just doesn't. No se cansan. I don't know. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But that's, that's what's happening. Um, yeah. And my oldest daughter was, you know, she refused. Yeah. She's done too with school. She just doesn't care about it. She hates math. She like just doesn't want to do things. I ando tras ellas like all day long, all day long. It's just, you know, dad's staying with me right now. And he just wants to get out of the house as early as possible and come back as late mm -hmm. as possible. Yeah. He's just like, uh, bye. He's just like, no sé cómo le haces. Every day he tells me the same thing. No sé cómo le haces. <laughs> they're insane. And they just scream all day long. But, but they're good. We're good. How are you? Oh my God. You have to share the story about Eddie's tie-dye store because it is the best thing ever. This store. Eddie's obsessed with tie-dye. Let's just start by saying this. Yes. I want to preface this story with, with the fact that my son just really took to tie-dyeing. You gave me a tie-dye bottle uh-huh and a blank sweater for christmas mm -hmm. and i've been meaning to actually do it for i had been meaning to do it for a while and a weekend came and we went to get other colors and i thought i could do this with my son let's see how it, it works and he just really took to it so much that he wanted to tie dye everything he owned. I mean, he tied it a pair of pants. Mm -hmm. He tied dyed like five shirts. He tied dyed as two shirts of my husband. He tied dyed a bunch of onesies for Lucina. And he just always wanted to do it. He uh, Wait, wait, I want to tell you, like he wanted to do it so much that I took him to the beach two weekends ago with the girls. And, you know, I'm like, Oh, I'm here out here at the beach. The girls are, the kids are having fun. And we're in the middle of the beach in the middle of the day. And he's like, I'd rather be home tie-dye. <laughs> I was like, what? We're at the beach. I'm having fun. He's like, I'd rather be home tie-dyeing. I was like, okay. <laughs> he literally told me that. Yeah, okay, he, he, <laughs> he really likes it. Um, and also another story. Earlier, I mean, earlier this whatever year, I think during winter break or whatever, one of his friends had this 
they would make they would make potions over Zoom, and he and then she said, "I have a potion store." So then he wanted to have a potion store, and he wanted to sell his potions, and he sold like two potions to somebody, right? But it was like whatever. So he had like this idea of having a potion store and selling the st- the potions to people and having money. So I think those two sort of concepts stuck stuck to his head. When he came home one day, he opened his backpack and showed me that he had sneaked his iPad to school. He doesn't obviously he's going to school, so he doesn't need his iPad, but he took it without our permission. And when the iPad came back, it didn't turn on anymore. We charged it, just didn't turn on anymore. And he said that he didn't know what happened, but he thinks, he thinks, he thinks that a little bit of water fell on it. And that maybe. <laughs> And that maybe that's why it didn't work, but that's what he thought. Maybe, uh, maybe. And he looked at me. He said, "Well, I just just go need to go buy a new one." And I'm like, "Excuse you?" <laughs> um, and I said, "I'm not gonna buy you a new iPad." And then, and I, in my mind, I thought this is the perfect excuse to just get rid of this thing for for a bit because he's not taking virtual school anymore. So. Really, he doesn't really need it. I mean, he takes one class after he comes back and he can use my computer for that. So then I said, well, if you want to have an iPad, you're going to have to buy it yourself and you're going to have to save money. Like that's, you know, and you have to make do chores and we'll see when you have enough money saved. So then he said, well, how much money do I have saved from all the photos I've taken? Because sometimes when I do like a sponsored <laughs> post, like I tell him, you got to take a picture with me. I'm going to pay you $25 or something. So he had some money saved and he clearly remembers by BTW exactly how much money he has. So then he says, wait, what if I sell my shirt? I'm like, which shirts? Like my tie dye. What if I like do my shop? Remember I have my potion store. What if I do my tie dye? And of course me, like totally like that. Right. Like, okay, <laughs> let's do your shop. So, um, I, and I told him, okay, fine. Like we can do, we, I can open your shop and you can know online that, that weekend we went to buy more, buy a couple other shirts, buy more shirts. And we tie dyed all weekend. We did like a total of nine shirts. Uh, I told him he had to model them. I, I just, I kind of just coached them along the way. Like, okay, now we, you have to model the photos. So we had to upload them. I showed him exactly like the website to go. He chose the colors for his website. He he pressed the button. He was like, I like it like this. I like it like that. He designed his website. He modeled his shirts, which I think he was, I think that Such was like a model. the highlight. Such a model. Dude, he like slayed those photos. Such a model. He took my photos. I, I, I modeled the adult ones and he took all my photos. And then I showed him how to edit the photos. So he cropped them and he put a filter on them and lit them. <laughs> and then we uploaded them. Uh, and then once it was all done, then he started sending voice notes to everybody he knew. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is amazing. That is the most, I love, I love the, the my favorite part about the whole website is his bio. Like, oh, yes. Okay, because... that one I did. That one I did. And he, it, it was just like, he re- like it's a total legit website guys you guys should totally buy a shirt for eddie but i i well first of all i was like that is amazing but two it kind of made me feel like damn like i feel like i have so many kids that i don't have 
like I can't give each one like that whole like a whole day you know what I mean and it kind of made me like man like that is so cool that you did that with him and like that you that you get to do that with him together like such a nice project for you guys not only for him but like for you guys to bond and like he's learning so much in this little project that my I told the girls I'm like Eddie did this for him so they're like what Eddie did it they were like that is such a cool story I'm like I know. I'm like, you have to tell all your friends so they can buy tie-dye shirts for, from your cousin. They were like, I know. What if we get one for like my friend's birthday? I'm like, yeah, just ask her for her size and you'll give her a, then it's handmade by your own cousin. They're so excited. Their cousin has a store, an online store. They're like, and it's so funny. An online store. <laughs> I know because it's so funny because for, so we did like the shirts that it was, you know, the nine shirts, but first we send it to just you, like, my our sibling like his uncles and his aunt and his grandma and dad sent a voice note saying oh eduardo do you have an extra large for me because i only had mediums he's like mom grandpa wants an extra large and then fernando our brother said hey eddie do you have a large so then i tell him hey i can add a custom button actually and then people can make their because yeah mom let's add a custom button so then another thing that i really enjoy doing this with him is he named all the shirts i know and then, and then he named like colors so he's like i'm like what are we gonna call the purple so he called the purple like juicy grape and he called the other color like some magenta some cherry magenta and um so then we ship actually we shipped them today we shipped his orders today so we got together he wrote thank you cards so then he like practiced his writing um he he I, I folded a few but then he wanted to fold it himself so I let him fold them and he wrote people's names on them and then we went to the post office together and then I showed him how much it was for the postage and he's like well I'm not gonna pay for the postage that's less money for my iPad because the whole thing is <laughs> I'm like well this is part of your business you have to pay so whatever we make I'm gonna have to deduct $27 thing as a postage or something like that. And he's like, oh, okay. Okay. So <laughs> it's so funny because it's like he walked a into whole, the, it's a whole learning experience. He walked in the post office with his little bag. It was the funniest <laughs> thing with his bag. And then he like gave the po- the guy like all his packages. And the guy gave him his receipt. He put the receipt in his bag. And he was like, okay. That is the best. It's the best. It's <laughs> and he's like, why best. are we getting, why are we getting more orders, mom? I'm like, because you have to sell. You have to, if you t- send a voice note, send a video. He made a video on my phone. He grabbed my phone and he made himself a video. He's like, can you please upload this to Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> the best, the best. Yeah. I love it. I love it. It's such a, it's such an amazing experience that he's going through. I mean, who knows? You know, maybe like it'll be a whole thing for him. You know, maybe, or maybe it'll doing... just, or maybe it'll just be two weekends, and then he'll have money for his iPad, and he'll be. I don't <laughs> want to like. The thing is, like, I remember when I would get into something, and then Dad would blow it out of proportion. That would like push me off. Yeah, I don't know. What, what do you mean? You the too. time that we went to the basketball, soccer, running. I just feel guitar. like Dad would be like all in, like, <laughs> yeah. and he would just automatically put these old expectations. So. I'm just being very careful That's true. not to like overdo it. You yeah. know, I don't, if he wants to talk about it, let him talk about it. 
if he asks me, hey, mom, like when he woke up, he's like, mom, do we have new sales? You know, or before he went to bed, he was like, can you check if I have any new sales? So and then I show him, I show how much money he has. So I just I'm just I'm just really trying to not be that pushy mom that I know I can be. You know what I mean? Like 100 percent. Yeah. Like, I'm just trying to, like, not be like, a ver, bebender, dile, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's so in me Yeah. that I'm just, like, biting my tongue at every moment. Or if he, like, is folding the shirt and it doesn't look perfect, I'm just like, it's his, like, that's the way he wants to send it. That's the way he wants to send it. You it's know so what I mean? It's so hard to do. It's so hard. To oh, do it's so, so hard. hard. It's so hard. But you know what I um, love? Then and we were having this conversation uh, when we got together about how mom was saying like, "Oh, I I couldn't do the tie dye, I couldn't figure it out, and it's so natural for him." And I was like, "Kids are so in tune with what they want and what they like, and you know everything from his the colors on his website." And when I saw it, as soon as I saw it, I was like, "Oh, it's superhero! Like it's it just reflects so much of who he is." And yeah. as, as adults, we just we can't do that. We just overthink every single other thing. And I mean, his shirts are incredible. They look like they some like, like it was professionally made and he just loves doing it. And I was like, Oh my, like that, that is one thing that I, that I was thinking that like, when do we lose that? I'm like, when did, I hope Krista doesn't lose that like anytime soon, you know? Yeah. I, I don't lo- know. I, I love have that. no idea. This I'm leaving with my husband next weekend oh, on vacation. True. So he's staying this weekend with grandma and grandpa. And he's like, mom, can you please show grandma the YouTube video of the tie day again? Because I need to work on my store this weekend for the custom orders that I have. And you're not going to be here. So I need to make sure that I make those. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And like, part of me is like, no, because I need to be there. Because I need, I want to like, make sure like you, you know, like, so I, it's like part of me doesn't want him to do it over the weekend with grandma. Like I want to be there because I just enjoy doing it with him and just watching him. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh, I have to make some time to fulfill. We have five custom orders that I have to, <laughs> that he has to make. And I have to set up. There's like hot water involved. So I have to help him out. I haven't even, lo- I mean, I've, I never even looked up how to do it. I was just like, I can't. Don't, I too much. don't worry about it. I'll just go to buy, buy it on Eddie, Eddie's <clears throat> store. Eddie's tie dye shop. Oh, he named it. He named it too. Eddie's. I mean, it's perfect. Eddie's tie dye shop. <laughs> <laughs> and like my favorite part is his modeling pictures. You guys need to see his pictures. Dude, his model pictures. Like, <laughs> he is just like I'm a model. I'm right. I mean, you know, como uh, there again, like como dijera papá, deberías inscribirlo a un lugar de modelaje. <laughs> exactly. See what I mean? Like. By the way, the other day I went to Target and it was so random. I was I went with Sabina, you know, now you're wearing masks, and all of a sudden this lady comes up. Oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. How long, how long is her hair? And I was just like, I looked at her, like I was like, oh, I don't know, like maybe to her shoulder. She was like, She's so do you speak Spanish? Sabina was like, just looking at her. She was like, Here's my card. You should come. You should totally be in the in, you know, a model. You need to be on TV. And I was like, People still do that? Like they hit you up at the at the grocery store? It's like I'm like, that is kind of scary on the on the download. I was like, come here, Sabina, come here, get in the thing. I that was kind of scary. Oh my gosh. Pero te la paso la tarjeta para que vayas a ir. 
<laughs> he would totally slay too. He would totally slay. I can see him on a uh, Cal- my favorite. Calvin Klein uh, campaign. You know, I try <laughs> so hard not to like smile or laugh. Like I hold it in. You have no idea how like how hard <laughs> I hold it in when he like moves or when I take the photo. Like I just like hold it in because I don't want to make the wrong. I guess like the wrong uh reaction yeah like if i laugh at him i don't want him to be like i'm not gonna look because i want my, my mom to laugh at me or if i tell him that's so adorable i don't want him to be like i don't want my mom to say that if i'd be like move you know what i mean i just try to stay as like okay let me know when you're done you know <laughs> possible <laughs> but i hold it in so hard because he so looks fun. oh he's just so cute those modeling pictures are everything no, that's not always everything. I love it. Oh my god. Anyway, we should move on to our guest this week. Um, it's a pretty interesting, uh, pretty interesting episode. I I've never heard of this method before, mm-hmm. but I learned a lot, and uh, I discussed it with my husband. I'm still trying to convince him. <laughs> I don't think I haven't even brought it up to my husband, but if you are sort of on that uh, app, you're not taking any birth control. Um, and we, my sister and I are very open about that here on the show. Um, you are going to want to hear this episode. We have Cindy Lukin, um, who is a partner, proud sex positive Thea and the founder of How at the Womb. She is a sexual wellness activist, educator, reproductive justice advocate, and survivor turned healer. Ladies, she just breaks it down. Mm-hmm. She 100% howls at your womb. <laughs> and she talks about how basically we go above just the rhythm method, right? Yeah. Above the app, beyond the app, beyond the rhythm, all natural ways of Keeping track of your cycle uh and fertility cycles and make sure that, you know, you don't get that third, fourth, fifth, sixth baby that you don't want to have. Or if you want to have that. Or have that second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh child. child. And uh, God bless you if you're on the more than three. God bless you. (laughs) God bless you either way. But Balina, um, let's get to this interview. Yes, without further ado, here is Cindy Lukin. Welcome to the show, Cindy. How are you? Doing well. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here with you, Paulina and Bricia. No, of course. Thank you for your time. I am super excited to have you. We were having a lot of pre-recording conversations, (laughs) and I'm like, oh, let's just wait it for, just just save it for the show. Um, But before we start, can you please tell us who you are, who you're quarantining with, what do you do? Tell us all the 411, girl. What's up? What's up with you? Yeah, I'm Cindy Lukin. Um, I'm a sexuality health educator. I am from Los Angeles, born and raised here. Salvadorian Guatemalan. Uh, you guys have the best grandma in the world. I'm just okay, going to go thank, ahead and say that, you. man. We do. we do. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> you guys have the best, hands down, best grandma in the world. Yes. Love the grandma, for sure. Yeah, and uh, I've been quarantining with my husband, uh, Ramon, and Ramon. He's, from, he's from Mexico, and um, we've been married for about seven years. Yeah, vamos a llegar a seven. 
And uh, we have a dog. We have a little multi-poo que se llama Lo- Lobo. I love it. We also had conversations about dogs before the show. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But uh, so tell us what you do. Tell us what is Howl at the Womb. Yeah. So Howl at the Womb. Something that. (laughs) A hype hype person always doing that at the end every time you say your name. (laughs) (laughs) That um, I created. And it really came from. Um, tying in spirituality and tying in ancestral wisdom with sexuality education, more focused on the Latina community, Latinx community. Mm-hmm. Um, as a Latina myself, I grew up with a lot of um, Latino church, Catholicism and Christianity specifically, and um, how that influenced my ideas about my body. And then the more that I talked about these things, I realized it. I wasn't the only one that was kind of left in the dark. Um, I think our parents tried their best, you know, with the tools that they had. And I realized, well, this is really interesting for me. And it came from my own story of um, getting a cyst on my right ovary. It was the mm. cyst from taking the pill for six years. Wow. I had to have an emergency Oof. ovarian removal surgery. And after that, they told me, go back on the pill. Long story short, I was like, that's not really an option for me anymore. I lost, I literally lost a reproductive organ. And you're telling me to go back on this thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's when I learned, um, I really went on a search and I said, I want to learn something that's natural, that I won't have to worry about what I'm putting into my body. And I find that that's so common in our community, Mm -hmm. that there's other um, mujeres that also are like, yeah, I'm done with birth control. Like it really Mm -hmm. helped my system. So I started learning this and what's known as the fertility awareness method. Sometimes I refer to it as body literacy, but it's really just paying attention to your signs and your cycle, understanding what's going on. So that way you can use that to, um, you know, achieve whatever fertility goals you have, whether it's to conceive, whether it's to um, prevent pregnancy or just learning about your hormonal health overall. And is it just, like a, like you you feel it because I feel that after I got to a certain like you know after my twenties or my no actually after my thirties that's when I kind of knew like I was like oh my god I think there's I feel something and I would look because I, I I go I have an app that I use and mm-hmm. I was like oh my god yes I'm I'm in my fertile days I'm in my fertile window so is it by feeling or how do you yeah so I'm so glad that you're asking this question because this is when I like super nerd out. Um, so there's three there's three um, signs that you check for the first one is going to be your basal body temperature and you track that by using a basal body thermometer you can find these at target Um, you can find it on amazon just type in basal body temp thermometer and that that thermometer not it's not one of those like pee on a stick situation Right. And there's different things that we can touch on what the peeing on the stick type of thing is. Okay. Um, but we'll get to that. And then, um, so your basal body temperature is basically your resting temperature. So when you go to sleep at night, your body actually has a core temperature. And that shifts as you wake up, as you move around. Um, and you're tracking that throughout your cycle because it actually shifts. So your temperature rises as after you've ovulated. So it indicates that ovulation did happen um, when that spike happens. 
And then the second sign is checking your cervical mucus. So if you've ever gotten like discharge, have you ever noticed that your panties are a little bit like wet or there's something there? That's actually um, cervical mucus. Or if sometimes you've gone to the bathroom and you've felt like super slippery, mm -hmm. that is um, that is fertile mm -hmm. mucus. So that's another sign of ovulation. And the third one is um, your cervix. So this will involve you having to insert your fingers, um, you know, into your vagina. And you're going to check for your cervix. Your cervix actually changes position throughout your cycle. Um, when it is low, it will feel um, hard, kind of like the tip of your nose. Mm. And then when it's higher up, it's higher up during your ovulation or your fertile period. And if you think about it, if you have intercourse with somebody who has sperm um, in that environment, it's because it's closer up to be able to fertilize and implant an egg that might be present. Got it. Got it. So uh, when you're fertile, your, your cervix is down so it could reach the sperm. And when it's not, you go up, it goes up. It's higher up when you're fertile and oh. it's lower when you're not. Because when it's lower, it actually closes up. So think about it like... Got it. Como un embudo. Like sí. Como un... Like a, like a... Think of like a donut. And the donut hole kind of opens up. But when it's closed, <laughs> it kind of... The hole closes up, you know? I, I like to give visuals so people can understand what like their anatomy is doing. So yeah, think of it like that. Oh my God. And this is a way... Yeah, mm -hmm. because I, I, um, I had a... a a situation not as uh, extreme as yours but mm -hmm. I when I started uh, trying to have a baby it took me about three years and you know I did it all I went through it all and I and I was like oh I know it's because I've taken the pill for such a long time you know my body's like not I don't know it wasn't ready to do it and I have not taken the pill ever since I started having kids but I'm always also like you know, what are the options uh, that are not pills or patches? Because I've done it all. I've done it all. And mm -hmm. it's not, like I got so sick with the patch and, you know, I used to throw up so mm -hmm. much of the pill and then it was just, it was just not for me. You know, I don't want to, yeah. I don't, that's why we decided that my husband was going to get a vasectomy because I was like, my, I'm done. My body cannot go through more stuff, mm -hmm. with, you know, with this. Um, so you were saying that it's also a way to prevent pregnancy or... Yeah. Yeah, and you'll find that, that doctors tend to um, say that it's very effective for conceiving, and it is, right? If you follow it, so the way that the language is um, usually seen, if you go on Planned Parenthood, you'll see this type of language. Um, they go um, perfect use. So like you're following it to the T. That means that you're tracking your temperature at the same time every morning you wake up. Um, that means that you're checking your cervical mucus every time you go to the bathroom. Um, and you're doing this daily because you're doing a real time. And I know you mentioned earlier that you do um, apps. A lot of people use apps. Mm -hmm. But what I always suggest that people be mindful of, if your app is not asking you for these signs that I just mentioned, it's basically um, only making an estimation of what it thinks you're ovulating at. And that assumption is based on the calendar method, or I say what our abuelitas used to do, where they kind of guessed, they assumed that they had 28-day cycles, mm -hmm. they assumed that they ovulated on day 14. 
And depending on what your goals are, <laughs> that could really mess up a lot of different people, right? Hence, yes. hence app babies. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a new thing, app babies. That's so yeah. true. Wow. Oh, I, I love that. I, you know, is, is this what they call like the rhythm method? No. So the rhythm method is what I just described. It's assuming you have a 28 day cycle oh. and, it, and you ovulate on day 14. This is called the fertility awareness method. And they call it that because you're not guessing. You're actually taking steps every day and you're watching the changes. And basically what you're, what you're looking for is that spike in the temperature And you're looking to see, have you gone from dry to wet sensation when you wipe yourself, you know, when you wipe your vulva? I see. I see. I see. I see what you mean. That's super interesting. I've never, I thought it was. I've never heard it this way. Me either. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Me either. And so how does one like, how does one check? So like, (laughs) so and how do you know like what you're, I know you mentioned like it was low when you're not fertile, but like, Mm -hmm. are there tutorial video tutorials you can watch like how because i mean yeah so I, two I, women here yeah you're talking to two women here who like have issues even putting on a tampon so like I, yeah how do you even like like feel like what do you yeah how do you get comfortable how do i know it's up that? and down yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so you know when it comes to checking your cervix i'm 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 completely aware gay in nuestra comunidad they're still you know, hesitation, there's still a little bit resistance because we weren't brought up to be very comfortable with that part of our body. Right. I mean, I'm not talking about just being comfortable. I'm just talking about like knowing what, like, like, do you like check and then you keep like a journal like today yeah. felt high, there's today apps, felt low. There's apps okay. that, that will, um, that will ask for those things. And there's apps that I recommend. There's one called Kindara that's very popular. Um, okay. There's another one called Read Your Body. Um, that's really popular too. Um, and you can enter that information. It's like byline. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Got and it. It'll show you a chart, kind of a plotted chart as, as your cycle progresses. Yeah. Oh, and then, um, as, sorry. No, and then as time go by, goes by, then it just like automatically tells you, or you always have to keep track of it. You, you, oh, you usually always have to keep track of it. And the nice thing now is that, so I personally wear a wearable thermometer that you can put on when you go to sleep around your arm. Cause I know a lot of people um, may not have a regular schedule where they wake up at the same time every day, especially if you're a parent, right? You know, things fluctuate, your schedules change, or if you're a night shift worker that might throw things off too. So that's a, the nice thing that there are these wearable things like a temp drop that you put on, you go to sleep, you just sync it up later in the day if you want, and then it'll help you keep track that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the cervical mucus is, is something that takes a little bit more practice because, you know, you go to the bathroom, you wipe yourself front to back, you look at the, the tissue, and what you're basically looking for is if it's fertile, se va a ver como um, raw egg white. It's mm-hmm. stretchy, it oh. doesn't break, it's slippery like that, it's clear. That is an indication of fertility or, or, you know, ovulation because sperm thrive in that. that. That's what actually transforms sperm to go up the cervix. And then if there's an egg present, it carries it over to, to the egg. Wow. Yeah. I see. I know. I, I, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, wow. So when it's yeah. like egg, so when the egg yolks out, it's like, get away from me because I don't want to hatch this egg. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And you know what I've also noticed? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's only me, but I've also noticed that when that happens, like you tend to be a little bit more like, like searching for your mate. Is that, yeah. is that or like the hormones, that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We're it's like, a hormonal. Yeah. Like we're just like the rest of the animals, right? We're just like, yeah. I'm ready for you. Come on, come on. Yeah. And so oh. that's why, that's why it makes it tricky. Like, cause if you're not trying to like, you know, conceive, if you're not trying to have kids and it's like, okay, what steps are you going to take? You can use a barrier method or you can, you know, just not have intercourse, but have fun other ways, you know? Barrier method, you mean a condom? A condom. Oh, got it. Um, you know, diaphragm. Some people still use those. What's another one that is not those two? Um, <laughs> Nothing? Never mind. <laughs> no. Um, well, I'm thinking more in terms of uh, oral sex. You could use a dental dam too. You know, I'm, I'm speaking for like if you're in a non-monogamous relationship because STIs are still a thing. So I want to make sure that people are you know, practicing the safest way possible. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Now we're talking about like moms right now. So, <laughs> but you know what? Who knows? Maybe they're not in a monogamous relationship. There's a lot of single moms out there. So yeah. I'm not, I, I don't want to, I don't want to uh, cancel anybody out out of this mm-hmm. conversation. So that totally makes sense. Or yeah. what about pulling out? Is that so- still pulling yeah. out? Pulling out can be effective. I don't want to say that it's not. The the thing with pulling out though is that um, the person it that's worked pulling... in Bridgerton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I that show by the way. <laughs> he worked on it every time. Yeah, the Duke, so... the Duke was all about pulling out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was he mastered that. <laughs> yeah. and that's the thing. The person who is pulling out has to be very good about knowing their own body signs to know their timing. You know, um, and some people may not have developed that skill so that's why it becomes tricky it does ah, it, so if they have like duke skill, so if they have the skill <laughs> like the duke you're fine but if you're new to the right. game right then it might take you a little bit more practice to learn what your body's got doing. it yeah got it okay so in reality i want to know like if i use this method mm-hmm. how many days out of the how many days out of the month can i have unprotective sex you know, full orgasms and I won't mm-hmm. get pregnant. So, <laughs> so, um, that just seems too risky for me. Like all those, yeah, no, I mean, risky, that's like, understandable. Wow. When I first, that's when so I first learned, when I first learned, I was like, oh my God, even my husband was like, I don't know. And I was like, no, 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 there's science behind this. Like, this is not a made up thing. Like we're going to learn together, you know? So I would, I would teach him, like, okay, this is what it is. This is what's happening with my body right now. My husband, we have zero trust. He'd be like, what are you talking about? No. <laughs> yeah. I'm duking this. <laughs> yeah. I'm duking this. <laughs> so with your cycle, actually, the, the fertility, um, your time of fertility, um, you're only fertile for six days, actually, mm. out of your entire cycle. Um, so technically, you could have um, sex unprotected sex before that time and after that time um again this is going to take practice so if you're just like oh i'm gonna start tomorrow and you've never (laughs) done it um you know you you might want to like have you might have a baby (laughs) you might you might have a baby you want might want to get some backups but i teach this (laughs) because i think it's really important for our community to learn so i i um provide classes and everything 
okay, so we need to sign up for one of your classes. So do you recommend that we bring our husbands along? <laughs> yeah, I've had I've had men show up. So they, they believe it. Because they're like, are you trying to trick me to have another baby here? You're probably yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> no, I've it's going to be another app, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they've, they've signed up. And, and in the past, you know, like pre-COVID, I used to have workshops. And I was always, always really surprised, but really happy to see when partners and men would show up. And I was like, okay, like, yes, you have to learn about this too, you know? No, I think it's super important because... I mean, I, I think like the reason like my, my, why my sister and I are so like, mm, I don't know about this is because they've ingrained this in our head, like for such a long time. Like, you know, if you have sex, like you're going to get pregnant and like, yeah. ah, and know, the responsibility falls on the woman most of always. the time to carry that. Yeah. 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 So it's which like, is why, which is why I think like her, this whole thing about my sister's husband getting snipped. I don't know. We still don't believe it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, you know, it's COVID. What can I tell you? It's a COVID. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't been able to do it because of COVID. No, but it's it's true, you know. And and like I was telling you, like I, you know, I I don't like condoms. Like I just, mm-hmm. it's like what am I like fifteen? You know, I don't I don't yeah. want to do this anymore. I'm, we've been married for how long? Like, so I'm like I'm all about finding other options and what to do while he gets snip snip snip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how long did mm-hmm. it take you to learn? I mean, how long does it take to master this? Um, I would say until people start feeling comfortable about three months. And that's usually like three cycles of actively practicing this. And if, again, if you're married or if you have a partner, um, them following along with you, because that way it's like an equal shared responsibility. It's just not yes. one person. And that makes it, I think it opens your relationship up to having more authentic and real conversations, you know? about like this is what's going on que vamos a hacer, you know yeah, yeah, yeah usually yeah. when do you start a cycle is it when you're done with your period is it like on the last day like how does it you know i also i always that that always kind of trips me out too because i know when you go uh to get a pregnancy test they'll ask you the last day of your menstrual cycle and that's when they start mm-hmm. measuring your pregnancy when it's like well how do you know that's the first day i got pregnant you know um so how does like the cycle, how do the cycles, how does the cycle start? When should we start? When is the ideal time to start, you know, learning this? logging in data into the, yeah, app. you could, you could start uh, tomorrow, you know, you could wake up tomorrow and be like, I'm going to start, you know, and let's say, for example, you wake up Paulina and you're like, okay, me voy a poner de acuerdo. we're going to start tomorrow. So you're going to wake up tomorrow. You're going to upload your app, the Kindaro app, digamos. And you're going to have your basal body temperature thermometer. You're going to have it. You're going to log in that temp that came up. And then just throughout the day when you go to the bathroom, you're going to be checking. You're going to be looking at the tissue. Does it feel wet? Do I see anything shiny on there? Can I pick anything up and does it feel sticky? Um, And that's what you're going to do every day. Oh, okay. I'm going to. So instead of taking your pill, so instead of taking your pill, like you, you just check yourself which mm-hmm. is actually a pretty great a great way yeah. to be in tune with your body i think mm-hmm. like a great way to like it probably be very healing for a lot of women yeah my yeah. question about the temp the temperature um what's uh, i know you said you make you have a wearable one mm-hmm. when you first set thermometer i figure you stick it inside you and you read the temperature inside of you is that what it is or no so you would take it orally just kind of like when you have a fever so what's the difference between 
Is it just any thermometer then, or is it like a... It's a So the basal body thermometer is different because it actually uh, reads to the 10th degree. So it's a very, very specific versus just a regular thermometer if you're 107, sick. 107, 102. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's 107.2, wow. 107.2.5 or something like that. Mm-hmm. I was looking through your social media and there's something that caught my attention, which is uh, the liberated lovers. Yeah, so that's my class course. that you have. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Before we move into that, I'm still stuck on the thermometer. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, ask away, please. <laughs> so why do you sleep with it? So you don't actually sleep with it. Um, you put it on your nightstand and you want it next to you. Um, or that's why wearable is really nice because sometimes people forget. I know that's happened to me in the past. Um, and so um, you have it there because you're actually supposed to take your temperature before you get out of bed. God. Oh, yeah. Because as soon as you start moving around, that's when your temperature changes. It's not going to give you an accurate um, resting core temperature. And that's what you want. So you want your resting core temperature and you can only get that the minute you wake up. Yes. So kind of like when people wake up and take the pill, like let's Mm -hmm. say at 8 a.m., instead of doing that, you would take your temperature. Yes. And it doesn't matter what time of the day it is, is as long as you just wake up. So if you sleep in and you wake up at, in my case, sleeping in at 7 a.m., that's when you take it. Or if you wake up in your normal 5 a.m., that's when you take it. Yeah, there's usually like um, you want to have it within a range of like an hour or two that you want to take the the temperature around the same time. So that way it will give like a more consistent reading. Um, Got it. Yeah. Because it just becomes a, like a second habit. I always say you want to get to a place where it feels like brushing your teeth. You don't really think about it. It just becomes part of your routine. Yeah. So a lot of people just like, that's a lot of, a lot of women that I know take their pill mm-hmm. when they wake up at 7 a.m., 8 a.m. every day. And it's just like yes. a habit. It's the same thing as taking your temperature. Yeah. So the wearable one is you just kind of put it on as soon as you wake up to kind of read it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought like you slept with it and then it reads through the night. It gives you some sort of... Yeah, so you wear it and you sleep with it. And then when you wake up, you could take it off, sync it with your app. And then you just put it aside, ah, and put it on. Ah. Yeah. Sync Thank it you with for your clearing app. that up. No, of course. Thank you for asking these questions. Because, you know. See, I'm like, I'm still stuck at their mom. <laughs> no, no, because as an educator, it, this has become so like my world that, um, you know, I, I tend to forget that not everybody's in it. So thank you for yeah, asking. Yeah, and I just thought like when you said basal thermometer, I thought like. Well, number one, like I think a basal, like the the leaf, number yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. And then number two, I think like I was sticking a thermometer inside me every day. A lot of people think that. Yeah. No, no, you don't have to do that. It's you you only stick your fingers to to to, to check your to your cervix. Your cervix. And I do want to say that that is an optional um third step. Sti- third step. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's not exactly necessary but some people like to know and it's like just that extra um insurance that like okay i'm reading the signs correctly but you could just check your basal body temperature and your cervical mucus and that's good enough Mm. well now i know i'm gonna start this yeah Mm -hmm. and then like i because i I have this clear picture and not even about like when not to pull out i'm talking about just like when not to have sex yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) And, and it's like the egg yolk question when I'm like, I know exactly what you're talking about. 
Yeah, like the raw egg whites. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I will never look at raw egg whites ever the same again. Or basil. Or basil. No, we were talking about the liberated lovers uh, Mm -hmm. thing that you do. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? I want to be a liberated lover. Yeah, so that's a six-week course I created because um, what I found is that I'm really fascinated with the history and I, what I find in our community is, you know, people, people are really excited to learn this, but then they're like, I don't know this and that. So I actually include that as as part of the course. And I also include history about sex education in the course too, because um, people don't realize that a lot of sex education and the inconsistency throughout the United States is really the problem why we don't get educated. And as, a lot of us who may be immigrants or maybe descendants of Latin America, we haven't been given this education for a reason because, um, you know, there's just a lot of negative stereotypes. There's hypersexualization, there's hyperfertilization of our community. And I felt like it's very necessary for as part of the healing process to understand where that history comes from and then start learning the steps to like, being more in tune with your body and this is a skill set that you're going to have for the rest of your life and you can actually teach younger people um how to be in tune with their own bodies yeah we were having this conversation before we started recording about you know i got my period when i was 10 years old mm-hmm. my daughter is nine so my the clock is ticking because i already see changes in her body Mm-hmm. And I am like, oh my God, I, I, I have a feeling that she's, she's heading there. Like, you know, like the same speed as I am, you know, her, her breasts are growing and, and she's just, you know, her whole body, her voice is changing and I know what comes next. Right. And I mm-hmm. remember when someone recently asked me like, you know, where were you when you have your period the first time? And I was like, you know what? I was at home with my uncle. And my mom wasn't home. And I remember I stayed in the bathroom, locked in the bathroom for hours until she came home. And I didn't know what to do. And mm. I, nobody had given me this information before. I was nine years old. I was, you know, I was a little girl in Oaxaca. And I, you know, I want to be able to to teach this to my daughter right now so that she can have more information. I, you know, all of this, like, you know, know your body, know the signs, the temperature, what, what does it look like? Nobody tells you this. and. and you know, this is when you, you know, when you look at your panties, you're like, what is this? Like, is this normal? Is this okay? Like, is this supposed to happen? Like, and you're so lost until you're like old, you know, mm-hmm. we're like parents and we're like, oh my God, that's what it means. Right. And then you're like, I wish that I would have known this when I was younger, you know, like my younger self could have really used this information. I would have saved so much money and, and uh, birth control. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, no, it's, it's, your story, I've heard so many times about having a Theo or a dad at home and then you're left in your bathroom. I've had so many friends of mine have said the same thing um, because, you know, again, we don't talk about it. Or if we do talk about it, at least in my situation, it was like, I now we got to be careful because now... Uh, you know you're gonna get pregnant or you have the ability to get pregnant and it's like in all automatically fear comes in yeah that's so crazy that after you could have gotten pregnant at 10 years old that's like your body saying like i'm ready to give birth like if you think about it not like in a not like in society obviously at 10 year old but but like if we were looking at each other as just scientific 
quote, scientific mm-hmm. animals. Mm-hmm. Like at 10 years old, that's your body saying, let's bear children. So, yeah, um, technically when... Again, my- not about, I mean, I'm talking about scientifically. I'm talking about like... Yeah, biologically. Society or yeah. anything. Like, I'm just saying that that's like our body Crazy. saying... That's your body saying yeah. like, biologically, like, I'm ready to have a child. Mm-hmm. That is insane. And how yeah. like, no wonder this is why they say like the best age to have kids is when you're like, you know, 19 right 18 19 is like your prime time to, for your body for you to like quote unquote bounce back and right know, right que no te, que no, basically no, que no te duela nada. like you know you're yeah. just like boop, up out and out and then you're back to normal yeah biologically it's like no wonder after you turn you know. 34 right that's when you're considered high risk yeah okay. right because it's been an older it's woman like, 25 years of period so yeah it's a, it's a lot and you know we were I was telling you that it's not only that it doesn't is it doesn't ever end for us like after the periods you have the kids and you you know your body goes through so much and then after and then that you stop having your period and then you mm-hmm. stop, and that's the worst that's the worst I I was thinking about it recently because you know my mom had it like had her menopause so bad I've heard like mm-hmm. family members my mother-in-law like you know, some people even going to antidepressants because yeah. they go like it's so bad. So I was thinking about it the other day. Actually, I got my period and I was taking a shower and I was like, this is so much like, oh, God, I'm so tired of this, you know. And then I was thinking, well, you know, what's after this? Like, how long am I still going to? I'm like, oh, God, still so long. And then after that, it's menopause. Mm-hmm. And then it got me thinking about how do I start getting you know, how do I start? How do how does one and when does one start getting prepared for that too? Because mm-hmm. I have a history of depression. I have a history of anxiety. How do like I don't want to get there in many years and be like, oh my god, now I want to. I like I'm on another depression. It wasn't only like yeah. postpartum depression. Now I'm like, you know, all these. I'm like, I'm tired of that. Like how how does one? Get- <laughs> No, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It is. Pobre Paulina. Seriously. <laughs> and, I was like, and they make it so like, oh, this is a big change. El cambio. Ya vino el cambio. And no, I hear you because in the past when I've, um, the beautiful thing that I like about what I do is um, I've had opportunities where I've had workshops and they've been intergenerational. So you see very young 20 year olds and then you see um, generations mujeres that are in menopause and then they'll exchange with each other like oh I didn't know that when I was younger or I know what to look forward to when I become that age um, because or what not to look forward or what to not look forward to yeah it's definitely I would say always notice the changes in your cycle because you're going to see the changes first it's not just going to suddenly stop I mean it it really depends but you'll start to see these changes in your cycle um, your bleeding might not be as frequent. Um, it might be a little bit more spotty. Um, you'll notice that you might skip a month. So all those things. And I definitely always say check up with your doctor as well if you notice any changes in mood también. Um, so that way you could be better prepared when that comes. And also ask your ask your mother, you know, what were signs that she experienced so that way you can no, be prepared. no that's what I'm telling you like you know just I I remember like and after the fact you know my mom would tell me like yeah I didn't get out of bed for like five days like I'm like I don't want to be that you know I don't want to yeah 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 I'd rather not ask my mom I don't want to put those issues in my mind I think that's gonna happen to me 
Yeah, no, I can I can definitely give um resources and books because I know there's a lot more resources out there about menopause um that might be helpful. To I mean, I'm not I'm not well. there yet, like not even right. Yet. Yeah, but Alina, are you are you? No, 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 no. No, but I understand. I understand you want to be prepared because you know it's like it it's a lot like, to navigate. It's like I'm preparing. I want to prepare my daughter for mm-hmm. what's coming. You know, and I I want to like. I want to be proactive this time around. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to be. I got a daughter too, and I don't even want to think about that. You know what I mean? Because and, it's different etapas of of your life cycle. Yes, different, yeah. different, different, mm-hmm. definitely. So that's why I'm like, I need. I I was thinking about it the other day because I was like, in I was just thinking like it's so much. Like my body goes through this every single month, every <laughs> single time. Like oh mm-hmm. god, like when is it? When is it ever? <laughs> And then I was like, be careful what you wish for, because when it ends, this comes too. And I'm like, oh, God, so much. Mm-hmm. But there's also good. I do want to say there's also good in the menopause phase, because um, now you don't have to worry about the, p- the potential of getting pregnant. If that was uh, now you don't have to worry about now you don't have to worry about, about that <laughs> stuff. Now you can enjoy I know that's too. That's too. No, I don't know. I think like I, I, I honestly think as as years go by, my sexual uh, libido gets like larger and larger. I mean, you know, at how old am I? Like twenty <laughs> nine. You know, at twenty nine today, I'm I am way more sexually interested mm-hmm. than when I was. You know. 16 or 25 when I thought I was just like you know I, I mean I think about just like my husband and I in a relationship we've been together for 10 years since I was 19 years old <laughs> and I'm just kidding I'm 36 I'm 36 so we we were together since I was 25 26 and mm-hmm. I feel like I, I mean I don't just feel I know our sexual like trajectory is like leaps and bounds to what oh, it yeah. was and you know that's yeah. just like you know when we were dating and as a 36 year old woman like I am way more interested in sex today mm-hmm. than I was when I was in my 20s so I I mean doesn't that just keep going for women until we're like yeah you know yeah, the, yeah the whole the whole myth, 85 <laughs> the whole myth of you know you peak in your like what is it I don't know it changes every year but you peak at like 33 the youngs like I'm pretty sure Hell Jayla's no. having no. It, it really, it really, it's. Very I don't think Jayla's going go through menopause this time soon. <laughs> she's like what fifty two. Yeah, you know, like it really depends, and I'm so glad that you're bringing that up because I think also in our community we don't talk about that. It's like you just. For me, at least, elder women didn't really talk about like pleasure being a part of their lives. It was seen as like if they did eventually become widows, because I saw that a lot too, it was like, pues, yeah, that's it. Like they had it. I know. They're done. And it's like, wait, but like pleasure didn't just disappear. Like abuelita can date or, or no, or acaso no, you know, like that's a whole other issue. But I bring it up because it's part of our culture that we've made that normal, that women just are like, no, yeah. that's it. But you see men as they get older and somehow their libido is still around and they're like, you know oh no no i feel like women and you know all of that that's normal for them i'm still checking out man i mean yeah. i still i still i still want the duke oh, you know what I mean? 
Only the two. I mean, not all men. Tampoco, tampoco. I mean, She's like, right. still checking out men. <laughs> on TV, on TV, on TV, guys. On TV, yeah. on TV. No, but definitely, I feel like, you know, uh, like <laughs> at this point, uh, you know, my husband and I have been together for so long and it just keeps getting better. Like, because I think mm-hmm. you get, you have to get more creative. You have to like, you know, you, you're more confident with your own body. You know yourself more, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and then I think more like the more you learn, the more you, you like this episode, like the more I learned today, I'm like, oh, now I know more things. And I'm like, oh, now we can, you know, now we can uh, enjoy during these days where I'm, when I'm not like on egg whites and, you know, <laughs> so it's it, like you learn more, you experience more, you, yeah. you know, you enjoy more. You already have kids. You already have, you know, I'm, I'm for me personally, I already have kids. We're married. I know him. He's my, you know, he's my maid for life. And it's like, mm-hmm. I can be whoever I want to be with him. And, you know, it's, it's a healthy, it's a healthy life. And I would always, I always tell my friends and like, you know, pleasure should always be, um, you should always aim for pleasure because then. Mm -hmm. That would be an interesting conversation between you and your daughter, right? Yeah. Like you should always aim for pleasure, babe. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like at what age are you going to say that? Um, probably like, at uh, I don't know, 18. Is that too old? I mean, well, what about what when she starts when she starts having sex? Like, you know, 15, 16, are you going to tell her that you should aim for pleasure? For sure. Right? That, 100%. Yeah, right? Yeah. That should be priority because... Yeah, I mean, I know, but I just think it's like a very like interesting conversation when you put it into terms of like your own like child. Your own child, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like... Because that so does happen for us. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, you know, we're so open, you know, like my sister, like, you know, my sisters and I, we have conversations about that all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then it's so different when it's like you think about like, whoo, like when do we talk about that with our own daughters, which is so important, which we should, mm-hmm. right? But it's really, but when do you introduce that, you know, conversation of pleasure um, and masturbation for, mm-hmm. for a child, you know? Yeah, I think it's always really important to educate um, young children as early as possible and just educating them on being able to name their body parts because um, the more they know, the more they're able to speak up if something feels off, like their boundaries and everything. Um, Consent is, should always be enthusiastic too. I do want to say that. Enthusiastic. Um, Yeah. Yes. It should always be like a, yes, I am down for this. That sounds hot. Let's do it. You know, if you're iffy, yeah. If you're iffy, if you're unsure, that's not consensual. I love that. Right. And that's I important that. for me as, as a son, you know, having a son, it gets really important for me to talk to him about that. And like mm-hmm. when to back off, I mean, you know, he is, he has a crush on somebody in school and he's very like aggressive. And I'm like, you can't be aggressive with women, babe. <laughs> so like mm-hmm. teaching him these things and like my responsibility as, as, as a woman is to just, you know, bring up a man who understands what consent is. And like, I love what you said. It's like enthusiastic consent. I love that. I'm going to use that from now on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank well, you thank so much you for so your much. time, Cindy. Yep. Of course. This was, I always love talking about this and you're all so fun to talk about this with. <laughs> I mean, there's so much to talk about. You know, we always, we yeah, always Paulina can talk about sex all day, all night. Oh man. Paulina is all about, you know, I'm all about this. So it's like, I can, you can be anyone for anyone. I just, I'm like closing my ears. I'm like, I don't even know why I want to know who you, you are. <laughs> Um, oh my god i'm just you know i'm just a woke person 
Uh, Well, Cindy, please tell our listeners where they can follow you, where they can find more information, where they can learn about this, uh, because I think it's super important to get, you know, to get more educated. Uh, Mm -hmm. Please tell us all about it. Yeah. So go ahead and head to my website. It's howlatthewomb.com with two P's. And you can find me on Instagram, arroba at uh, howlatthewomb. And um, yeah, I post on there. Um, Be on the lookout for workshops that I have coming up. You know, people will listen to that, but I'll have more coming up. Um, So I have it going on based on semester. So I'll have more classes coming up and people can sign up and learn this skill and and practice it themselves. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much, Cindy. Stay well and say hi to Lobo for me. Yes, (laughs) I will. Bye. 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 Hey, Super Mamas. Paulina and Brisa here. We just want to remind you to rate and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher. Follow us on Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, have you seen us rocking our Superbama swag? Well, we want you to join in. Use promo code SMPODCAST at checkout on supermamas.com slash swag for 15% off your next order. Again, that's code SMPODCAST on supermamas.com slash swag for 15% off. Okay, now back to the show. And we're back on the show. Again, my husband is not about it, but we'll see. <laughs> I haven't really even told him about it. So we shall see. Paulina, what is your super mama pick or tip of the week? My super mama tip this week has to do with my dog again. My dog has Good gone. Good for you. My dog has gone from like cute puppy to like terror puppy. Um we are like hardcore training. I'm looking at every video. I am, you know, we're like doing a lot, a lot of that today, uh, this uh, lately. I don't know if he's going through, I'm, I'm sure, the whole teething um, phase. But this fool bites everything from the tree. Like, like I have a tree outside and he's biting the tree. He bites chairs. He's biting chairs. He's biting like random stuff like not even shoes he doesn't care about the shoes he's just like biting like the like a like a frame so i was like i have to do something and i bought this spray which is called body 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 dog new bitter two in one it's a spray that has essential oils and it like it has like a really strong smell it smells good actually it doesn't smell bad it's just like a really strong citrus smell. So I put it like, I have a wood table and I have a bench that goes around and it's kind of, it's kind of vintage. So I really want to take care of my, of my, of my pers- particularly of that, of that furniture. So I sprayed it all over it and he hasn't done that, but I have to once when I clean and everything. So I have to put it, you know, often. And mm-hmm. um, I'm start, I'm going to start to put it in all over the house. But so that is where we add. That's what we're going to, that's what we, that I, that I've used and it's been working so far. So I'm going to make that my tip this week. If you have. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm, we're looking for a um, trainer to come on the show. If you have a puppy, we'll, we'll we'll have someone for you. Yeah. 
I would love, I would love to have a, a puppy trainer. Yeah. Yeah. I need to, I need to, Fernando, our well, brother. I mean, puppies, puppies always bite things for what I remember. I mean, Diego used to bite everything, but he was be more like into my shoes. Like he like ate a bunch of my shoes. So I think it's just, they, they like to bite. Yeah. He doesn't, he's not into my shoes. He's not into the shoes. He's onto just most, the most random things ever. And he's, he like bites his cage out of metal. Uh, he's just like right there. And then he cries when he gets stuck. <laughs> so I don't know. He's just. He's just on one, but uh, yeah. He's a puppy. He is. He's a puppy. He's a puppy. He's a, you know, I'm, I'm, he's still here. Sometimes Sabina's like, mom, we should throw Chura in the trash. (laughs) I'm like, of course you would say that, Sabina. (laughs) It takes a year. It takes a year. Yeah. And after the dog, uh, the puppy turns a year, it's like the best thing. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna talk about my son's tie dye store again. The store is in my pick. Okay, so don't worry about it. I'm I'm done talking about his actual store. But the platform we used was Square. So if you all are interested in opening up your own online store to sell pretty much anything you want, you could sell anything you want mm-hmm. nowadays. Um, everything we <laughs> use. Yeah, you could sell anything. You could just have your child um, put up all his used toys for sale and send them to people and then just mail them over. I mean, as long as people pay for shipping, I think that's the most uh, expensive part. Not expensive part, but, you know, the the expense that you need to um, take into consideration. So um, we used Square. You can just go on squareup.com or square.site, I think, but that is... Not Squarespace. Squarespace is a completely different platform. Um, although Squarespace is great, but I like Square because it's actually free. So they charge mm-hmm. you nothing to set up the store. Um, the store is actually completely free. They only get a percentage, a percentage of your sales. Um, so it's not yeah, really it's, free, but well, it is because every when you when someone pays with a credit card, you are always people you always get yeah. a transaction fee so they only charge you the transaction fee but it costs you nothing to have the actual site See, if you don't sell people. you don't pay yeah so if you don't sell you don't pay um so it's a great way obviously there's upgrade plans they start from 16 dollars a month up to 72 dollars a month but again once you get into the higher sort of situation you know Square, Squarespace, Shopify, those are the three, I think, major platforms to sell. But if you're just, you know, having something like as a hobby that you don't want to invest like myself, I'm like, no, man, I ain't trying to <laughs> pay $16 a month or $70 a month for you to have the store. Who knows if you're going to want it next week. Um, Square is a great, great, great platform. I mean, I'm a huge fan of the founder in general. Uh, I've always been a fan of Jack Dorsey ever since. Gosh, I can't even, I've like over 10 years I've been following his trajectory. He founded Twitter. It was either, it was either him or Eduardo, your husband. <laughs> right. Eduardo I had that choice. <laughs> I had that choice. Um, but yeah, he founded Twitter. He's also a big Bitcoin person, believe it or not. Um, and yeah, so Jack Dorsey Square is a platform if you all want to sell whatever, sell stickers, sell anything. Um, you can, you can sell anything, anything online. Anything, anything. That is our show, ladies. Thank you so much for being here. 
And uh, we will see you next week. Let us know what you think about this episode. Uh, I think it was like really interesting. Um, mm-hmm. And let us know what your husbands think. Let us know if they'll go for it. <laughs> I'm curious. I definitely want to know what your husbands think. For sure. Anyway, uh, we will see you next week. Hasta la vista. Bye. Bye. Hey, sisters. Thank you so much for listening. Hope all of you guys are subscribed to our newsletter. If you're not, make sure you hit that subscribe button on superromas.com. We will be sending out invites to upcoming events, promos, and super cool surprises your way. And of course, you can always keep up with us through the gram at underscore supermamas and on Twitter also at underscore supermamas and in the face at supermamas podcast. Oh, one more thing. We want to hear your supermama moment of the week to share with all of you sisters. Call into our hotline 424-329-3707 and leave us a message or simply email us a voice note to hello at supermamas.com. Very soon, we could be featuring you on the show. Please remember to leave your name and Instagram handle for a chance to be featured. Much love and see you next week. Super Mama!